You are listening to Alt.Advice, the advice show where we interview different members of a DID system and see what advice they can give us. I'm your host, Bay. I'm Echo. All right. Echo, what's your name? Echo. What are your pronouns? That's a complicated question. Well, what pronouns would you like me to use today? People usually default to he, him for me. I suppose that is passable. I'm not sure how you were supposed to gender a shadow. Alright. And what do you look like? I am a shadow. I am an echo. I am what happens when you yell into a canyon and a body comes back. How old are you? Age is but a number. Though I reflect the age of the body, so I suppose it would make me 26. Are you always that age? My changes every year. I think more, do you change in developmental age faster than the rate of one year per year? No, that would be utterly ridiculous. Others in your system do. They are... Alive. I see. And you don't consider yourself to be alive? I am more of a fluctuating sentient consciousness than an actual being embodying a physicality. Well, you're embodying a physicality right now. And it's utterly horrific. What makes you different? I don't typically have flesh. But you do at the moment. Does that mean you're a person right now? Suppose you could think of it that way. I am occasionally a human being. Alright. When did you first split off? How long ago? I first remember coming into consciousness a little over ten years ago. Alright. And how did you pick your name? It's a simple name. It is what I am. I am an Echo. Now in the personality section, what is your role in the system? I am an Echo. My role is to make it so no one notices that our host has disappeared. Does your host disappear often? Frequently. He is rather inconsistent. And how would you describe yourself in a sentence? I've already told you. I am what happens when you yell into a canyon and a body comes back. Is that a common occurrence for you? Alarmingly so. (laughs) That does sound alarming. What kind of music do you like? A good question. I think, I think my preferred music can often be described as silence colored in. Silence colored in. I don't think I follow. Can you be more elaborate? When someone walks into the forest, 
and there is bird song and rustling that is silent. And so to color it in is to add a harp or a flute. Not so much as to disturb the sounds of the silence, but enough to add to them. Are you the one that keeps putting up like rain sound mixes on our stereo? Yes. Okay. Is that bothersome? No, I was just curious. Everybody has such different tastes in music. I was wondering which one of you keeps going for that one. And now I know. What are your hobbies? I am currently attempting to understand human sex and sexuality. I suppose that's a hobby. Do you have any others? I like mice. Mice? What do you do with them? They are soft and small and more intelligent than we give them credit for. I like to build the mazes. All right. My friend has rats mm-hmm. and she lets me build them hidey holes. Nice. Rats are pretty cool. They are quite intelligent. I very much enjoy Thor and Loki. <laughs> Those are great names for rats. They are exceptional rodents. All right. This next one might be a little difficult, but tell me a joke or a funny story. A joke? A joke. Comedy. What do you call a door made out of teeth? Alarming? An omen. Okay. That has the structure of a joke, I suppose. Um, Sure, an omen. All right. What's your oldest happy memory? My oldest happy memory. I enjoy Herman. He is a frog, and he is full of bones, and none of them are his. I like that I can open him and pull out the teeth inside of him. (laughs) (laughs) This is Echo's interview. Okay. We're good. I'm good. Okay. I'm fine. It's good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I go, what 
Um, Alright, so I suppose the memory is getting Herman? No. The memory is playing with Herman. Okay, because you've only had Herman for about six months, so that's pretty recent. He makes me the most content. Okay. Um, okay, let's move on to the DID section. Uh, how about how often do you front? Often. Frequently. Only once. Okay, what's that last part mean? It's a line. From the Pirates of Penzance. Often, frequently, only once. Okay. I haven't seen the Pirates of Penzance. It is a good show. Good. I enjoy it greatly. Do you enjoy the theater? I like old theater. Okay. Shakespeare is amusing. Okay. And so is Gilbert and Sullivan. They are quite ridiculous fellows. Awesome. Ugh. But I front several times a day. Yeah. Should I be concerned about that? No. I help Rowan function. That's fair. I'm going to throw in an extra question since we're getting to see the real Echo, but I know that a big part of your role in the system is to pretend to be Rowan. Do you want to do a Rowan impersonation for us? Okay. <laughs> um, I suppose I should ask you something so that you can show it off. You don't have to. I mean, you can if you want to. It's it's okay either way. Okay. I do a very good job. You do. You do a great job of Rowan impersonations. Our audience can't see, but your whole facial expression changes and you look very, I mean, indistinguishable from Rowan. Come on, dog. Get out of the microphone. That is the entire point. Exactly. I don't know. Some people like getting feedback that they're good at their job. If I was not good at my job, I would not have my job. Well, that's true. What is your favorite part of your inner world? I like the mountains. They are full of silence. Okay. What are they like? They're like the Appalachians, but friendlier. Okay. I know you spent a lot of time in the Appalachians. Or at least your system did. I don't know about you personally. I enjoy them. But Good. they're old. And they have a vaguely threatening aura. <laughs> Just like you. This is why I prefer to sit in quiet silence. Gentle silence. What's one thing you wish the rest of your system understood about you?
I am not flesh and bone. I am illusion and shadow. Okay. What's one thing you wish the rest of the world knew about you and or your life? Just because we look and sound like everyone else does not mean we are the same. We can play a single person. It does not mean we are one. That's true. I know a lot of the time, well, all of you have a good a good head for pretending to be a single person, blending your styles together. It can be hard sometimes to tell who's fronting. Unless you want me to know, at which point you act more like yourselves and then I can figure it out. It is a difficulty, but a necessary one. Yeah, I suppose it is. Shush, dog. Perhaps there is a deer. There must be. Um, what's the best thing about being part of your system? The continual opportunity to learn. Awesome. And what's the worst thing about being part of your system? The lack of silence. All right. So now we come to our advice portion of the interview. Um, and I've given you a little more challenging one than I gave the kiddos because I know that you're, you know, an adult. So the question reads, my partner and I have very different responses to stress and lol, we have been under so much stress lately. She needs to be alone and have no one touch her. I need to not be alone and have someone touch me. Once she jokingly suggested I should take up polyamory because she just wasn't going to be able to touch me when I needed her to. It has gotten so bad lately that I'll go from anxious to borderline suicidal after she rejects me touching her. I understand she has a different stress response than I do, and I don't necessarily want to find another partner. How can I keep myself from spiraling? Simple. Professional cuddling. Professional cuddling? Yes. Is that a service you can buy? It is. There are professional cuddlers. There are people that, for money, will cuddle you. I suppose that's a type of sex work, isn't it? I'm not sure if it is sexual in nature. They're not offering services. Simply cuddles. That's fair. I guess it's like a sex worker, but for cuddling. Perhaps. Of course, we're in the middle of a global pandemic. Well, we're towards the end of a global pandemic, I'll say that. Statistically speaking, most pandemics last five years. We are about halfway through our pandemic. That's fair, but that doesn't take into account the rapidity with which we can discover and manufacture vaccines these days. How long do they usually last from broad availability of the vaccine? That data is unknown to me. That's fair. But yeah, we're we are experiencing a global pandemic, so it's probably not safe to hire a professional cuddler. Then might I recommend a weighted blanket and a stuffed animal? That seems logical. Perhaps you can wait until your partner is feeling slightly less stressed 
and talk to them about scheduling time to cuddle. I know you and the others schedule time for intimacy. This is true. I still do not understand the intricacy of it. I am not sure the demotions are what is per- what is required. Do you want to explain for our listeners what you mean by demotions? Some people apparently enjoy being demoted in a sexual context. I they think... like to be they like when someone writes them writes them wrongly. <laughs> um I think you're talking about degrading language and humiliation play and generally BDSM. Yes. Some people like to be righted wrongly. You like to be cuddled. So you should schedule a time for your partner to write you rightly. Yes, I suppose so. Um, I'm not sure that takes care of the request is that when they're having a really particularly stressful day that they need cuddles, but I think getting cuddles on the regular might help reduce the, the intensity of that need. Rejection is difficult. Yeah. And I the, understand how hard that can be. And the writer might want to look into like ADHD and rejection sensitive dysphoria to see if that rings any bells because usually one doesn't become suicidal upon experiencing a mild rejection such as I don't want to cuddle you right now. Um, but that said, uh, that would just help with identifying techniques that one can use to help manage that sort of that sort of extreme reaction, um, cognitive behavioral techniques and the like. Whether or not you actually have it is kind of immaterial compared to, you know, do those techniques help? Correct. I know I have a recent ex where we definitely have opposite um, stress responses like that. We have, I have what's called anxious attachment and he has called what's called avoidant attachment, which means when somebody is, when there's a, a stress to a relationship, he runs away and I cling tighter. So we weren't really able to make that work very well. We're still friends, but we struggle to make that one work. Um, I know this person doesn't want to break up with their partner, but I think anxious and avoidant attachment styles can coexist and can form a successful relationship. It just really depends on the people involved. I would recommend therapy. Therapy definitely is a plus and you can do it, you know, through telehealth so that you don't have to deal with the pandemic issues. I would also recommend getting a bone frog. <laughs> I think you'd recommend that in general. They are quite comfy. <laughs> For cuddling? No, the bones make it a little bit, um... They make it feel more alive. Do they? People are full of bones. Yes, but generally not all sitting at the bottom of a flesh sack. If it would not leak, it would also fill him with blood. Also generally not congealed in a flesh sack. We'll try to find a way to make it viscous. Perhaps something blood-like that is not blood and therefore would not congeal. Perhaps a cornstarch solution. There you go. Still, he is made of fabric. This is true. 
That might not be good for him. No, I think it would stain, and then he wouldn't be green anymore. I will have to research how to properly hydrate a flesh frog. <laughs> I think I should just buy y'all a frog. Get a little terrarium. A frog would be appreciated, however, it is not necessary. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Well, we're a good 20 minutes in. Um, we seem to have answered the question. Do you have anything else you want to talk about on the air? Yes. Okay. I think it is important for everyone who is listening to remember that boundaries are important and that care for yourself is not selfish until it is. If you need cuddles and your partner is not capable of providing them, it is okay to find someone who is. You are not bad or wrong for needing what you need. So long as you do not harvest someone else's bones, bloods, or organs to get what you need, you are fine. <laughs> I think there are some other stipulations on that, but along those lines, yeah. I would also highly recommend yelling into a cannon until a body comes back. Everyone should have an echo. <laughs> I know my life might be easier if I could just take a mental vacation and let my echo take over. You do have to come back. I would. I'd miss you. That is an acceptable answer. <laughs> I suppose, have you ever seen Star Trek? Commander Data is quite nice. <laughs> I imagine, I imagine you'd like him, but I was thinking more of like Mirror Universe clones. I identify more with the androids. Yeah? You do seem very logical like a good android. It is because they appear human, and they are not. I can get that. They may look flesh and blood, but they are metal and machine. In all honesty, they too are but an echo of humanity. I appreciate that. That's fair. Well, thank you for doing this interview. Absolutely. And we'll catch everybody next time. Goodbye. Protect your spine. <laughs> All Thought Advice is brought to you by your host, Bay Gayard, and perpetual guest, Rowan Pappenhagen. Our theme tune is Ambivert by ESCP. You can find them at escp-music.bandcamp.com. Thank you for listening.